Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Clark Kent recounts another episode in Superman's strange adventure on a lost planet, he reveals how Jimmy Olsen learned that Anthar's tale of utopia was not just a joke. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, talk about eye-catchers. Boy, you can't beat that exciting new series of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pet. Why, those bright-colored pictures of your favorite comic strip characters look so nifty, they'll attract anybody's attention. And the pictures are so true to life, well, you'd almost think that they're going to talk. Take Tess Trueheart, for instance, with her red suit and hat and that soft blonde hair of hers, like in the funny papers. And Brenda Starr looks mighty natural, too, with her red hair and that nice smile. And Superman, too. Yes, sir, every single one of those 18 different comic buttons is a real eye-catcher. So you keep working on your collection. You ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pep, because that's the only way you can get these exciting prizes, one in every package of Pep. Now, you don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. And say, gang, don't forget another reason why you want to keep stocked up on Pep. It tastes a doggone sunny and toasted, and it's good for you. Sure, Mom knows that. Kellogg's Pep gives you added amounts of an energy vitamin B1 and good old sunshine vitamin D, plus the goodness of sun-ripened whole wheat itself. Yes, sir, there are lots of reasons why you want lots of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. My most unusual adventure as Superman began when, during my absence from the office, Jimmy Olsen interviewed a strange man who called himself Anthar and said he came from the planet Utopia in search of Superman. Lanthar told Jim that Utopia was doomed to destruction and that the terrified Utopians were rallied behind a despotic and dangerous regent who was preparing to lead them in an invasion of the world. Then, when Jim laughed at his story and refused to help him locate me, that is, Superman, Anthar urged Jim to accompany him back to Utopia so that he might verify the story in person. Considering it all a joke, Jim agreed to go, and tossing a breezy, I'm off to Utopia at Beanie Martin he led the tall, dignified Anthar to the dark roof of the Daily Planet building, where the man from Utopia said he had left his space shell. Now, uh, where's this uh, planet hopper you were telling me about, Anthar? My space shell rests on this roof, over there behind that radio tower. Okay, lead the way. I'm not kidding, Anthar. You ought to write books or go on the radio. You can really spin a yarn. I see you still doubt the truth of my story. Who, me? Now, where did you ever get an idea like that? I only hope, friend James, that once you are convinced, you will be able to return to Earth alive and enlist the aid of Superman. (laughs) Don't worry about me. Say, what's that? What? Well, that round white thing, like a great big ball. Of course, that is our space shell. Cheapers. You have got something up here, then. Naturally. Hey, I gotta hand it to you. 
You really carry a gag all the way through. I don't understand. Now skip it. Say, wait. What is it now? Look. There's a little fat man leaning against that big white ball. Yes, of course. That is Poco. Come, let us join oh, him. Oh, not so fast. Who's Poco? The court fool. The what? The king's jester. You see, it is poor Poco's lot on Utopia to play the fool. But he is far from being a fool. And he has a great heart and much courage. He risked his life to make this expedition with me. Oh, the king's jester, huh? Well, now you're back in the groove, Anthar. For a minute there, I don't know why, but you had me a little worried. Now I know it's all a gag. Okay, let's go join your funny friend. Listen, what's that? What? It sounds like a... A lot of little bells. Yes, of course. Poco wears bracelets of tiny silver bells around his wrists and ankles. Come, I will introduce you to him. Oh, boy, this is going to be something. Come on. Hurry, 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 hurry. Anthar, the solar clock races. We must go places. So what kind of talk is that? Poco speaks in rhyme. Yes, Poco, we are leaving now. This is James Olson who returns to Utopia with us. Oh, oh glad to meet you, Mr. Poco. To meet you is a pleasure that is far beyond measure. Oh, thanks. Tell me, Anthar, if you can, is this youngster Superman? <laughs> me, Superman? Well, that's a hot one. No, Poco. It is necessary that we convince this young man first of Zadam's plot against Earth before he will enlist the aid of Superman, for he thinks we jest. I do not see how this can be. You mean he returns with you and me? Gosh, I wish I could talk like that. Yes, Poco. He returns to Utopia with us. Your plan, Anthar, is fraught with danger. Zaram would surely kill this stranger. True, but Zaram must not see him. If Zaram does not see him, then will Zaram spies. You know, they swarm Utopia thick as flies. Oh, boy, you're wonderful, Poco. Yes, I realize the dangerous grave, Poco, but there is no other way. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Anthar, are you here? Yes, yes. What were those gongs? They're the chimes of a solar clock within the space shell. They indicate we have only 300 laps revolutions left before we must depart. Only what? That means we have less than three minutes now before we must start the space shell into the heavens if we are to arrive safely on Utopia. Open the hatch, Poco, quickly. Hurry, hurry, worry, worry. Hurry, friend James, into the shell. Hey, no, wait, Anthar, quit pushing me. Quickly, get into the shell. Let me get into that goofy glass ball? Why would... It is not glass. It is the Utopian plastic material. Now hurry, please. Nothing doing. I'm not getting into that thing. You must. It is too late to change your mind. Too late? Now listen, this joke's gone far enough. It is no joke. Poco, start the motors. Yes, yes. Let go of me. I said I'm not going to go. Anthar, here, the clock again. Only seconds now remain. Please hurry, friend James. Do not make me use force. Use force? But I changed my mind. I didn't know you... I said it is too late to change your mind. Now, please, into the space shell. Frightened now and struggling frantically in the powerful grip of Anthar, Jimmy is carried toward the large, gleaming plastic ball, which throbs with a hum of powerful motors. And at this tense moment, three floors below the roof, Editor Perry White and I were just entering the city room of the Daily Planet. What are you going to do now, Kent? Oh, I'll just have a look at my office, Chief, see if anything came up while we were gone, then I'll pick you up for dinner, okay? Okay. Make it snappy. Right. Matter, you lose something, Beanie? Uh, no, I was just looking to see if that guy dropped any of his pills. Who dropped what pills? Well, you see, Mr. Kent, there was a goofy guy in here just before who was 
Just about as old as the big boy. I mean, Mr. White. But he was wearing sandals and a pair of shorts. Who, Mr. White? No, the old guy. Oh. And he kept eating little red pills out of a paper bag. Said if he didn't eat them, he'd just float up in a no place. Beanie, do you feel all right? Honest, Mr. Kent, I'm giving it to you straight. All right, take it easy, This Beanie. old guy walks in here not more than half an hour ago, see? And he asks me for Superman, see? For Superman? Uh-huh. Nobody else but. So when I tell him Superman doesn't... Uh, doesn't just happen to be around at the moment. He asks for the editor. Uh-huh. And when I say Mr. White isn't here either, he asks for you. For me? Yeah. And then when he finally gets it straight that none of the staff is here except Jim, he says, okay, we'll talk to Jim. I see. You should have heard the song and dance he gave him. All about how he comes from another planet or something. Boy, was he good. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember now. that Jim said something about a queer character being in the office when I phoned a little while ago. Uh, by the way, where is Jim? I don't know. He went out with the old geezer. Well, where'd he go? Search me. He didn't say where he was going? Uh-uh. Except this'll kill you. What? He said he was going to Utopia. Oh, yes. Yes, he told me that, too. But what I want to know That was the name of the planet the old goofus bird said he came from. Oh? Jim must have gone out with him to turn him over to his keeper. Well, I don't know why he isn't back yet. Yeah, man, sounds like a really queer character. Oh, you ain't kidding, brother. I mean, Mr. Kent. He looked sore when he went out with Jim, too. Yeah? Jim shouldn't have gone with him. How long ago did they leave, Beanie? About five or ten minutes ago. Which way did they go? Out into the corridor where the stairs and the elevators are. I don't like this. Uh, Look, Beanie, tell Mr. White I'll be back soon, will you? Yeah, sure, Mr. Kent. I want to speak to the elevator operators. One of them may know where Jim went. Okay, Mr. Kent. Gee, I hope there's nothing wrong. As I hurried out to question the elevator operators, I was completely unaware of a strange scene involving Jimmy Olsen that was taking place on the roof overhead. A development that, had I witnessed it, would have sent me hurtling into action as Superman. In just a moment, we'll return for the startling climax of today's episode in Clark Kent's story of Superman's strangest adventure. So keep listening. Say, gang, isn't it swell that it's so easy to get comic buttons of the new series you're all collecting? Why, you don't have to spend a single penny of your allowance. They come right in packages of Kellogg's Pet. And they're so doggone smart looking, you're mighty proud to wear them pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. Done up in full comic strip colors, you know. Bright red and blue and black and yellow on white enameled metal buttons that you'll have for a long, long time. And each picture is so true to life. Goofy and and Beezy and Superman look just the way they do in the funny papers. And here are some of the other funny paper characters in this new series, too. There's uh, Brenda Starr and Cindy and and Spud and the Little Moose. Eighteen of them in all, gang, so you better hop to it. Remind Mom to get you some more Kellogg's Pep. That's right. You don't buy these Pep comic buttons, but you get one in every package of Pep you open as an exclusive prize. And you get a load of good eating, too, when you open up a package of Kellogg's Pep, believe me. Fresh, crisp, delicious eating. Sunny, golden, toasted, super delicious eating. These whole wheat flakes are always fresh and crisp and good. So start your day off with P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. As I said before, I was completely unaware that as I left to question the elevator operators about Jimmy Olsen, on the roof above me rested a large plastic ball. Inside it, seated before an elaborate instrument panel, was Poco, the little rhyming jester. And behind him sat Anthar, 
his arms locked about Jimmy, who was struggling to escape. Let me go, I tell you. Let me out of here. That is impossible now, friend James. In 50 laps revolutions, exactly one half of a minute, we must depart. But gee whiz, look, I don't want to go. Lock has dropped. We shall depart. I, for one, with a worried heart. You'll be a lot more worried unless you let me out of here. You, you goons. Now, let me out of here. Please stop struggling, friend James. I tell you, it is useless. A warning chime. This is the time. Good. Take off, Poco. No. No. Stop. Let me out of here. Pushing the starting lever sharply forward, Poco sent the strange plastic ball hurtling from the roof of the Daily Planet. Whirling higher and higher with the speed of a rocket, it streaked upward through the night sky, and a moment later was lost to sight among the shimmering stars. What happens now to Jim Olsen, a captive of what appear to be two madmen in a weird projectile that is rocketing off into space? Whatever you do, gang, don't miss the next episode in Clark Kent's fascinating story of his strangest experience as Superman in The Mystery of the Lost Planet. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, you know what it means when Kellogg's Rice Krispies go snap, crackle, and pop in milk? Why, it means they're crisp. Crisp as crisp can be. Sure, Kellogg's Rice Krispies are the only cereal so crisp they snap, crackle, and pop. That's why you see so much of those three famous little elves, Snap, Crackle, and Pop, in cartoons and on the Rice Krispies package. They stand for the crispiness of Kellogg's golden bubbles of oven-popped rice. The one and only Snap, Crackle, and Pop cereal, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.